Hey, Nicole. Hey, Cindy. Isn't it funny when city people take trips outside of the city? Well, sometimes, actually. I have never watched Schitt's Creek before. After oh, this big Emmy Award thing, I was like, okay, I should at least look at it because I've seen it before, but typically I'm not into comedy. I tend to just not watch comedies because I don't get it or I don't think it's as funny as other people. I really like drama and spy. I was like, okay, you know, I'll watch it because it, like, it has to be good and maybe I'm being narrow-minded. So I watched the first two episodes. It was very funny. What a great cast. I mean, they're just perfect. They're perfect caricatures of people that I have met or know. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I felt like I was, in some cases, I was like, oh, God, that was like probably us when we were there. So I would say probably after a decade of living in New York, when I pretty much forgot how to function outside of a city, or, or things aren't open 24 hours, and you just do all these other things that I just hadn't, l- like, literally hadn't done in a decade or more. And I was with New Yorkers. For some of them, and once with another Canadian, but it reminded me of some of the funny trips we took to Canada because when I was a consultant, one of my colleagues was in Canada a lot, and suddenly we became on like, this Canada obsession of seeing all of Canada. Oh, yeah, Canada's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful, but when you take a New Yorker and you put them like in the middle of like Winnipeg, another area, we really don't know what we're doing, but one of the things, there was, I can't remember which episode it was, but they were doing something. And I was cracking up because I didn't know how to use a grill. And it reminded me of the time right. that me and a colleague were in Banff. And we were like, oh, we'll still have a cookout. We'll make s'mores. So we bought all this stuff. And then I couldn't figure out how to get the grill on. It took us about 20 minutes to figure out how to get the grill on. Did you have no cell service? You couldn't look no, it up? No, no, no. There was no cell service. Okay. And we okay. were both kind of too embarrassed to go to the front desk and be like, how do we turn on the grill? So it took us at least 20 minutes to figure out how to turn on the grill. And we finally did. We were so proud of ourselves because we made something that was edible. It was so good. And then that night, we were like, okay, we should try to make s'mores. And they had an open fire pit. But we knew the concept of making s'mores. I had made, my friend and another friend in New York had made s'mores on his grill a lot. And I had had other people made s'mores for me. But I never made s'mores because I really have this slight fear of fire. When I set the drink on fire, you were like, I'm not doing that. Slight fair fire. Yeah. So tend not to willingly put myself right in front of fire. But we're like, okay, we're going to do this. And we didn't know that you're supposed to get sticks. So we were trying (laughs) to figure out what we could use that wouldn't burn. Right. So like not, I think once we try like a fork or a knife, we're like, oh, it's metal. It's not going to work. Right. So eventually we settled on chopsticks and we were so proud of ourselves. We were making them. And then real Canadians came out. And they started teasing us. They're like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, did they and they're like, like, did they show you what to do? Did they come out and be like, no? Oh, they laughed at us. They <laughs> laughed at us a lot. And then they did. And they had little kids. They're like, why don't we show you while we show our little kids? And like, what do we do? And the little kids are like, get sticks. And I'm like, oh, get a stick. But in my mind, I was like, if you get a stick and you can't sterilize it, it's, non, it's like not hygienic. Wait. I have to put it through my food. Right. You actually could run the stick through the fire yeah, you that's what they did, but I didn't get that. And then you run it through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't whittle it down to the point. They just kind of whipped it through the fire yeah. and then stuck it through the two, uh, you know, the materials to make s'mores. But that was like, that was one of the moments that I was like, oh, God, I, I feel like I'm one of those characters when they immediately knew that we were from, well, not David. from Canada. David. Not, not from a city. Yeah. You know, like we were so proud of ourselves because we figured something out. And all I'll, I'll do my Moira. Nicole, we don't make s'mores. <laughs> no, I think I had more of the um, Alexis vibe going. I was like, wait, I, that's what you do? Because at some point you just have to play dumb. You're like, because well, you are being dumb. And I was just like, it's just better to play dumb. 
than to to try to argue with that's this really one. funny when i visited my friend on the dairy farm in canada you remember that trip mm-hmm. that was the unicorn onesie trip they gave me my very own uh trailer to stay in so i was in the on the farm but staying in a trailer one of those airstream sort of i don't know anyway i was like a fish out of water to me that was my moment of i'm a new yorker in a trailer on a dairy farm <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know there's things you just kind of forget how to do i don't know what you had to do in a trailer i've never been in a trailer but yeah if people don't realize that when you live in new york you literally can just forget how to do things like another time i went home i think after five or six years yeah and i hadn't done my laundry because i didn't have a laundry machine <laughs> and that like, it was cheaper to take it to the place where they yes. did it by the pound it's also like about time who has time like, about time and also just york. cleanliness because the yeah, public yeah. ones can be really nasty so I'd rather, like, I prefer to pay to take it out because between the time and then also sitting, you looked in some of those machines, you're like, these are dirty. I mean, Um, even when I was a poor hipster living in Brooklyn, the amount of money and time that it took, like, I could be outside hustling to get some more money. Like, I still sent my laundry out. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know, so anyone listening to this never lived in New York, sometimes it was as cheap as 40 cents a pound. Like, it was cheap to get your your laundry done. It wasn't this extravagant thing. Well, anyway, go on. You were faced with the washing Yeah, I remember there was one point when I went home, and I think I do remember looking at the washing machine, and I was like, I forgot which, I, like, what I put in these little buckets. <laughs> I remember looking at it, and I was like, what yeah. do I put in these buckets? And which did, bucket? <laughs> I figured did, it out. Did you, have, did you have visions from TV, like, of putting too much soap in and the soap filling over the washing no, I was like, No, I was trying to remember back. I was like, I did this as a kid before I left for New York. Like, yeah. What did I do? But, you know, and then also the washing machine had changed because I can't remember if that time she had a top loader or a front yeah. loader. Yeah. But it was not what we had before I left. So I couldn't just, like, completely recall memory. And then... Figure out, and I just remember it. It started beeping at me when it was done, and I had to call my mom. I was like, "Why is your machine beeping at me?" And she's like, it's "Yeah, done. you know, actually, all of the new appliances scare me. It's like Cylons. Well, you know, I'm a science fiction fan, so it's like they have artificial intelligence, and they're scary to me. I'm, I'm waiting now for the world to be taken over by refrigerators or washers or dryers. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I went to, I left home, and all of our appliances were normal. Right. You know, like '90s appliances, and right. I came back, and everything beeped. Yeah, or it's talking to you. The refrigerators talk now. Like, I really don't need my refrigerator. And pretty soon it's going to be saying, you don't really need that, honey. Like, if, if the refrigerator starts insulting me or, or, like, giving me a diatribe about what I can and cannot. I, mean, I kind of want that. I oh, think no. that would help me. No, you don't need if, it. If the refrigerator said, just close the door. There's nothing here you want. You do this all the time. Uh, I'd just close the door. And I would think twice the next time I opened it. Like, am I going to get something out? Or am I just going to look at it again? Actually, in my 100-year-old house, the only thing I want the refrigerator to tell me is the door is not closed tightly. I can't tell you, you know, because the house... Well, there is a refrigerator (laughs) that beeps for that. I can promise you because my mom has one. Well, mine is pretty state-of-the-art and it doesn't. It should... I bet No. I bet there's a setting. I bet you you have it turned off. off. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Nicole, I bet you... Because it seems like everything made after 2000 beeps. Yes. Yeah. You should get on that. Yes. I think with that, I am ready to get back and continue binging on the show. I only oh, have yeah. one season left to catch up. Yes, finish it. And then we can talk about it more, Nicole, because I absolutely love the series. I think they're so talented. They're incredibly talented. I really believe that all those people could be real. 
people right and similarly to you i'm not really into comedies much but this one hooked me right away why don't you get back to your binging and we'll catch up soon on the next spill the beans sounds good bye guys bye